Praise the name of Jesus Christ and I want to thank the Lord even for this uh, opportunity that he has given me to come to you. As I've always been coming to you every day with a wonderful series of teaching. This is Freedom Streams program. I am Pastor Dennis Matov Ode from Freedom Experience Ministry that is in Uganda. Those that are within our nation, I want also to appreciate you and those that are abroad and different parts of the world as far as our ministry is able to reach we are sowing our seeds in the spirit realm we are scattering them um, in the space so that whoever lands on them builds himself i trust god that his spirit is going to use these teachings to help someone outside there to help someone in nations someone that is seeking for the truth and this is what keeps us going that we dispense as much christ as we we are able to even in our own time remember the bible says that after after when david had served god's purpose in his own generation he rested I pray in the name of Jesus that by the grace of the Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit, in our own generation we dispense Christ. Yes, we have our forefathers that have been standing as multitude of witness. We have preached the gospel. We are learning from them. We are grasping something. Uh, what they have seen, we are, we are, we are continuing to see more revelation and even more more visions uh, from whatever has been revealed in the word of God. So in our own generation we are also standing. I want to encourage someone to always share, invite and even tell someone to, to download our application Freedom Experience app. This app is going to help you because it has a lot for you. It has a lot for you. You can also visit our website at Freedom Experience Ministry that is .org you will be blessed. We have a lot of platforms like podcast platforms. You are able to find our teachings. We have several several sets of teaching for you. I have been talking about this wonderful message concerning uh, the experiencing of God's New Testament plan. God's New Testament economy. God as an economy, a household management. He has purposed it in himself. It was a mystery, but it is now made manifest in the New Testament. And we see, when we come in the New Testament, we come across whatever God has in mind, whatever he has been anticipating to do, and what is about to release, even in the future. So, we come into these teachings and we show you the heart of God. And before even we know what he has given us, and even what is able to do for us, we need to know the kind of God that is dispensing himself into us. Once you come to such a knowledge, then you will desire to know even in details what he uh, is able to do in you and even in your life. Jesus mighty name. We have been talking about several aspects and several things from God and we have seen a lot of um, truths revealed in our episodes we have over 46 episodes behind us. That means that this is episode 47. Someone that has been following us. I want you to continue from wherever we, we stopped. Recently, 
that is in the previous episode we talked about uh, the manifestation of god and we discovered that god manifests himself in three uh, way in three aspects for example we saw that he manifested individually in christ in christ became the flesh and we spoke some verses there we spoke some wonderful truths there we went also to see that God manifested himself in the church and is still manifesting himself in the church today because the church is the body of Christ as the enlarged corporate expression in the flesh if Jesus was in the flesh and he manifested God that means that the church as long as we are still in the flesh as long as we are still in this world we are expressing and manifesting Christ uh, that is even in us in a corporate way so that's where we ended the other the last time and I want us to continue today with our number C or part C whereby we are seeing still um, how this God has made himself manifest and this is uh, the third part and the final stage of God's manifestation when we talk about the final stage of God's manifestation I mean that it's going to be in the new Jerusalem as the consummate corporate expression in the new creation. There is yet what we have not seen in God, that which we are supposed to be seeing in the future in the new Jerusalem. And when we come to this final stage of God's manifestation, we will be in the new Jerusalem. This one has not yet happened. It's going to be in the new Jerusalem a consummate expression, operate expression in the new creation. With this, I have uh, the first scripture in Revelation chapter 21 from verses 1 to 3. It says, I saw, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. The first heaven and the first earth passed away and the sea is no more. It says that, and I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. He says, and I heard a voice out of the throne saying, behold, the tabernacle of God is with men and he shall tabernacle with them. Glory to God. So, we see that in the eternity past God purpose to have a corporate expression so that he might be fully expressed and glorified. This is God's desire. We saw this in Ephesians chapter 3 verses 9-11. I wish to read for those of you that didn't uh, like we read it we read it some time back. Ephesians chapter 3 verses verses 9 Bible says that and to make all men see this was Paul's ministry he had seen the riches of Christ he had seen something of God and says I want to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world has been hidden God who created all things by Christ verse 10 says that to the intent that now and to the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. In other words, it is the church who teach and to make known the wisdom of God to the principalities and powers. It says that according to the eternal purpose 
which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. So we see that God had a purpose. When you read from Ephesians 3, verse 9 to 11, it says in verses 11 that according to our eternal purpose, which he purposed in Christ our Lord. Even when you come back to Ephesians chapter 1, verses 9, you see that uh, Paul still says something of what he had seen as a revelation. He says that, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed in himself. All this, I believe, we have uh, seen it and gone through it in our studies. He says that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. Verse 11 says that in whom also we have obtained a, an inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will. So we see that in eternity purpose, in, in, sorry, in eternity past, God has purposed to have a corporate expression. It, is his, it has been his plan. And for this, he created the heavens. Then after creating the heavens, he creates the earth. And after the earth, he creates mankind. So, we see that eventually the old heaven and the old earth will pass away through the fire and be renewed into the new heaven and the new earth. Second Peter 3.10 verses 13. I want us to read it to bring out this picture clear. Uh, clearly, the Bible says in Second Peter 3.10, it says, At the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. He says the elements shall melt the fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. So the way the old earth and the old heaven are going to be uh, taken away is by fire. They are going to melt. It says that seeing then that all these things shall come, shall be dissolved. What manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? He says in verse 12 that looking for looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, where in the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. He says in verse 13, Nevertheless, we, we according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. So, those that are born again, those that are believed, they are looking ahead for a new heaven and a new earth. It is the name of Jesus. So, he says that this old shall be taken away and the new one shall come into which the new Jerusalem will come for God's eternal expression. So, I want us to begin to see this, uh, the details of what is going to be in the new Jerusalem. Number one, we are going to see uh we are going to see, I'm talking about, we are going to see what is going to be in that uh, corporate expression and in the new creation. The new Jerusalem, we see number one, the holy city. The holy city. Now, the new Jerusalem is the new heaven and the new earth. 
it will be the holy city the city of the living god heavenly jerusalem as hebrews chapter 12 verse 22 states this is the the designation and the designation holy city means that the new jerusalem is a city sanctified separated unto god for fulfilling his purpose it is both sanctified and separated unto god positionally and it is sanctified and saturated with god dispositionally it is holy both externally and internally it is an object entirely and thoroughly holy that fits fits in with God's holy nature God's expression to fulfill his heart's desire today the church as the manifestation of God in the flesh is the house of God whereas in the new heaven the new earth the new Jerusalem as the manifestation of God in the new creation will be the city of God the city is much bigger much bigger than the house signifying that the new Jerusalem as the manifestation of God in his new creation will be the enlargement and the consummation of the church to express God in eternity. That means that the church is going to expand into a kingdom from the kingdom it will expand to become the city. Hallelujah. So, as we see, the old Jerusalem was the center. It was the capital of God's kingdom in the nation of Israel. The new Jerusalem is going to be the administrative center of the eternal kingdom of God in the new new universe with the manifestation and for the manifestation of God for the ages to come. Just as this uh, uh, old Jerusalem is the capital of Israel today. And in the in the future, the new Jerusalem is going to be God's administrative center. Glory to God. So, at the beginning of the scripture, we see that in God's old creation, there was a garden, the Garden of Eden, Genesis chapter two, verses eight. But we also see that at the end of the scripture, in God's new Jerusalem, there will be a city, a city of the new Jerusalem. So, what happens? What happens is that the garden and the city at the two ends of the scripture they reflect each other with the tree of life. The tree of life was in the garden in Genesis 2.9. The tree of life is in the city in Revelation 22 verse 2. That means that the tree of life is in both of them as the link. What links the garden of Eden to the new Jerusalem is the tree of life because it was it is going to be so the garden as the issue of God's creation the last the city will be the consummation, the completion of God's building in the garden God was creating but in the city God will be ending whatever he has been building see a building which God has been carrying out Throughout all the dispensation, God began to build from the day He called out the called out ones, like from Adam, from from, from Enoch, from Noah, from Abraham, from the Israel. He was building something after the fall. 
praise the name of Jesus. So he had begun to build something even in Genesis. Hallelujah. So you see that there are many dispensation. For example, the dispensation of the patriarchs. This is the dispensation where we find the fathers Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph is a patriarchs. There is also the dispensation of the law. This is the dispensation of Moses. We come to the dispensation of grace that we are still living in even today. But in the future, we are going to see the dispensation of the kingdom. Now, with these four dispensations, uh, then we come to in the end of the old creation. And out of this old creation, through all the dispensation, we see that God has been doing his building, working in uh, the way of regeneration and resurrection. He has been building up something through regeneration and resurrection. And the ultimate result and the ultimate ending of this building uh, building work will be the new Jerusalem in the new heavens and the new earth as God is manifestation in his new creation for eternity. Glory to God. So, it is not a creation by God's divine power in the way to call things not being as being. You see, in the beginning, he just called things that we are not. At this time around, when God is building, he is building, and God is building, is um, it is a building by God's divine life in the way to regenerate the things which exist with the resurrection life, that they may be one with God in his divine life and nature for his expression. This time around, is not creating by declaring that there be. This time is involving himself as life. As even we see his nature, in this way he's building up something so that this that is building will express him. Praise the name of Jesus. So we shall continue with number two, which is the New Jerusalem, we see the bride of the Lamb, the tabernacle of God. The New Jerusalem in the new heaven and the new earth is the bride, the wife. We have seen the New Jerusalem is the holy city. Number two, we are seeing that the New Jerusalem is the bride of the Lamb, the tabernacle of God. I want you to see something in this one. The New Jerusalem, which is going to be in the new heaven, the new earth, the Bible has told us is the bride, the wife. Revelation 21, verse 9. See, it says that it is he is the wife, she is the city is going to be the bride and the wife of the Lamb Christ as his counterpart. Remember, John saw something in John chapter 3, verses 29. He speaks while responding to the disciples. He says that him, he that has the bride is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom which stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy therefore is fulfilled. So we see that it is going to be the Lambo's, the, the Lambo's counterpart, Christ's counterpart the wife of the lamb and the tabernacle of God is going to be his habitation 
That is Revelation 21 verse 3. So we see that it is the tabernacle and it's, it is the bride. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 21 verse 3 mentioning this tabernacle being the dwelling place. It says that and I heard a great voice out of heaven saying behold the tabernacle of God is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people and God himself shall be with them and be their God. So Christ and God are one. They are one God but they are triune. And the tabernacle is one entity with two aspects, two features. And these features, they meet the different needs of its triune God. Now, the tabernacle has got two sides, two aspects, two features. And these, uh, they meet the different uh, needs of the triune God. For example, to Christ the Lamb, the Redeemer, the New Jerusalem is his bride as his counterpart for his satisfaction. You see, the, the the work of the bride is to satisfy a husband. So, the New Jerusalem is the bride of Christ. His counterpart for his satisfaction. But when we come to God, New Jerusalem still ministers to God, the originator, the creator. The New Jerusalem is his tabernacle as his habitation for his rest. So as the bride of the Lamb, the new Jerusalem comes out of Christ. A husband then becomes his counterpart. Just as Eve came out of Adam. Husband. And she became his counterpart. When you read Genesis chapter 2, verse 21 to 24. So even the new Jerusalem is prepared by participating in the riches of the life and the nature of the of Christ the Lamb today. When we participate in the riches of what Christ is, the riches of the life that is in us, the riches of the nature of Christ that is in us, we will begin to be prepared. We are prepared by participating in Christ. We are not prepared when we pursue things that are outward. Christ, we, we are prepared when we pursue the life and the riches and the nature of, of Christ. So as the tabernacle of God, we see that the new Jerusalem is built by God with, with what he is. The new Jerusalem is built by God with what he is. It is wholly constituted for the nature of God to be his habitation. So he builds the new Jerusalem with his uh, elements, with what he is. That's why we have seen the attributes of God in the previous episodes. Whatever God is, is what he uses to build the new, new Jerusalem. That's why he wants us to become all his attributes. That in the end will become the proper building materials that are going to build his habitation. So we know that the New Jerusalem is built by, by God, and and with what it is, with, with, with what He is, then is built within the nature of God to be His habitation. This is why God wants us to put on His nature to be built up in Him, because He's building something, and we are the building materials. 
both in the Old and New Testament, God likens his chosen people to a spouse. He likens to his chosen people to a spouse. He says in Isaiah chapter 54 verse 6, I might read some of the verses. Because of time, I might skip some. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 54 verses 6 Glory to God. He says that for the Lord has called thee as a woman, second and grieved in spirit, and a wife of youth. And thou was refused, says thy God. Can you read Jeremiah 3 chapter 3 verses 1? He's talking about still. They say if a man put away his wife and she go from him and become another man is um, another man is shall he return unto her again shall not that land be uh, greatly polluted but thou hast played the harlot with many lovers return again to me says the Lord he was talking about Israel going away and straying away from God to go to worship other gods he says Israel was a wife when you read, I'm going to mention other verses for you. Ezekiel chapter, uh, other scriptures are Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 8, and even Hosea chapter 2, verse 19. We have Second Corinthians in the New Testament now, chapter 11, verse 2. Whereby, I'll read that one for us because you might want to hear what the New Testament is saying about we being the bride, the wife of Jesus Christ. Bible says in verses 2, For I am jealousy over you with godly jealousy. It says that for I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. So Paul's teachings were to prepare the church to present it to Christ a chaste virgin. What can keep the virginity of the church are the teachings of Christ. By the time we come to Christ, we are in the very nature, even in his very expression. So Paul continues to, to reveal this in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 31 to 32. And he, he brought in the marriage aspect of a husband and a wife. Thereby, he says in Ephesians 5, uh, from verses 32 he says that this is a great mystery but I speak concerning Christ and the church he says nevertheless let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself and the wife see that she reverence her husband so we see that all these are showing us that the chosen people of God are a spouse to God himself we are likened to that so we have seen that in a, in a Ephesians a chapter, uh, rather in Ezekiel chapter 16 and even in a, in a, in the first Timothy 3.15. Hallelujah. The Bible, the spouse here is for his satisfaction in love and the dwelling place or his rest in expression. So we serve two purposes before the triune God, differently. In the first aspect to Christ, we serve as a, a bride to satisfy Christ, just as a wife satisfies a husband. But to God the Father, we serve and we appear before him 
as a dwelling place for his rest glory to god it is so amazing so amazing so both aspects will be ultimately consummated in a dwelling place for himself hallelujah so we have scriptures that i'm not going to read because i'm i'm winding up we have exodus 29:45 to 46 concerning the dwelling place concerning that we have numbers chapter 5 verse 3 we have ezekiel chapter 43 verse 7 to verse 9 we have psalm 68 verse 18 we have first corinthians 3:16 verses 17 and even we have first corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 and even second corinthians chapter 6 these are all talking about we being the dwelling place the temple the house you see we are a dwelling place for god the new jerusalem in her god will have a fullest satisfaction in love and the utmost rest in expression for eternity Praise the name of Jesus. So, allow me to stop here. We are going to continue with the coming episode and we shall continue the very very continuation. May the Lord bless you. This is Pastor Dennis at Freedom Experience Ministry.